looks versus character. I want to say hello, everybody. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuning to Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. All right, so we want to welcome you to another day, another podcast, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. We are always so grateful that you can be here and that you can join us. Uh, really quick, we want to encourage you, hit that subscribe button, hit that like mm-hmm. button. Please share this with somebody. We're going to have a really fun topic. We're going to kind of get into the, the competition and the, 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 the two as we talk about looks and we talk about character. And this comes up a lot. It doesn't matter whether or not if you're single. It doesn't matter if you're dating or searching. It doesn't matter if you're married. You know, I feel like these two are always in competition. So share this with somebody please leave a review and finally i want to encourage you to go to the website we have a great free resource there on the website it's a relationship assessment where you can download this relationship assessment and really just take time to better kind of understand yourself kind of understand your relationship and kind of where maybe you're at in that process of singleness or marriage or dating and and again it's free just go to the website simplifycomplexity.org so Keontae, man what's going on my brother Ah, oh, man, nothing much, man. You know, it's another day. Uh, the sun is up and I'm grateful. You know what I mean? Yeah. No complaints here. All right. All right. Well, it looks versus character. Looks versus character. What's the first thing that kind of came to your mind when, um, you know, I mentioned this topic? Well, just like you said, opening your topic, like this is something that comes up all the time. And the first thing that really popped in my head is just like the the Hollywood superficial perfect woman perfect man chiseled chest you know what i mean like the looks aspect of it because i think when it comes to relationships you know that's kind of like the biggest thing that's the you know we're always looking for like i said that that hollywood fairy tellish type storyline when it comes to looks and, and attraction so, so what's funny is one of the things I was thinking about is I was literally thinking like a, a boxing match, right? And it was like, ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, we have sexy, fit, rich, and fine. And in this corner, we have compassionate, loyal, loving, and Christ-centered. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, let, these two are about to duke it out. And and I, I mentioned that because I feel like, as you mentioned, there's always this competition. Like, it's, it's either mm-hmm. or. The two are constantly battling one another and i think part of that is because it's it's challenging it's rare that you can find somebody that just has all of it right and you know and so people can get close to it but most of the time you're not going to find a person that's going to be fit rich sexy and fine and be compassionate loyal loving and christ-centered you know it's like we're, we're human beings and, and, and so oftentimes we have to really say, OK, well, man, this person is really compassionate, but man, you know, they're not they don't have as much money. You know, and so sometimes it's, it's one of those things where you have to f- decide what is going to be that thing that's going to move me. What's going to be that motivating uh, factor that's going to move me into this relationship? But we kind of get into that, you know, in just a little bit. But but definitely want to kind of build on that. So I want to kind of maybe start off. And as we talk about, mm-hmm. you know, just character and as we talk about looks i want to maybe define that just a little bit and what we mean by that so as we talk about looks right we're talking about that which is on the outside we're talking about that which is superficial and i know sometimes you hear that word superficial and it's like you're being superficial well the reality is is that we are all 
superficial because we look on the outside. Basically, superficial is talking about that which is shallow, that which is on mm -hmm. the outside. And so what are some things when we talk about looks, what are some things that relate to relationships that we're talking about? I mean, when it just comes to looks, we're talking about like somebody that has like a nice physique, you know, athletically yep. toned. Yep. Um, of course, we're talking about, you know, in the for a man's aspect to a woman, you know, we're kind of looking for like that supermodel, that 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 beautiful, radiant face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Um, the, the, you know I mean, now, depending on your preference, because, you know, you could be looking for a slender body. But, you know, some brothers like, you know, they like a, like a full set woman. You they, know like, like, they, they like some meat like on the balls. Thing. They like some meat on the balls. Right. Yeah. You know, it's true. Yeah, you know what it's I mean? true. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Right. So so in the looks department, that's really the aspect that, you know, that really go that we go in when it comes to the relationship sense. Yeah. Now, I, I want to build on that because I feel like you also have like a person's height. Right. We talk about that all the time. Ladies oh, are, are, are looking at a guy's height. We're talking about maybe for guys. We're looking at maybe what is their breast size? What is their butt mm -hmm. size? You know, those are really big, popular things as far as culturally. We're we're also talking about maybe the type of job. That's something visually you can see. So, ooh, they're a lawyer. Ooh, they, they have this type of job or the type of car that they drive. Again, we're talking about wow. the outside. Right. So so it's not yeah. just necessarily necessarily looks as to physical features, but it can just be things that we place a lot of value in that we can see a person's bank account, maybe how much hair they have in their head. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying that it's we, real. You being real. We're talking about eye color. We're talking about, you know, just like you said, those physiques, whether or not somebody's muscular, somebody's super skinny or somebody has a beer belly, whatever it might be, you know, and, and, and so that's definitely what we're talking about as far as looks. Now, character, on the other hand, it's not so much on the outside, but rather character the are those things that are on the inside. Rather than being shallow, we're talking about the depth of a person. So what are, what are some things that come to your mind, man, when you think about, you know, character? Yeah, when you're looking at character, um, of course, number one, you're looking at somebody who's going to be Christ-centered. You know what I mean? Somebody who actually believes and follows Christ. You're going to be looking at for somebody who's going to be compassionate. You know what I mean? Um, I know for a lot of women, they look at how like a man treats like their mom or their sister because, you know, that's that the, how they treat them. That's the character of how they're going to treat a woman. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, that's some period. Good stuff um, so, you know, those are a couple things when we're talking about the character aspect, like, you know, what drives you? Like, how do you act? How do you respond to certain things? Um, yeah. You know, and that's the battle between the looks versus character. Well, you know, and I'll add to that. So you have like, as you mentioned, you have patience. Um, mm -hmm. That's a poor, more of a character thing. You have somebody's wittiness um, or humor. You know, people like people that can kind of have fun and be loose. But as you're talking about yeah. that, that's not something that you can grab. You can't grab onto humor. It's something that, you know, that. inside. You're talking about smart, somebody's intelligence. Um, and in, I don't know about you, but I've come across some people where it's like, it's tough to hold a conversation with them. It's like, ah, <laughs> you know, like, can I can I really see my me spending the rest of my life with you when we really have a tough time um, holding a conversation. We're talking about a person's loyalty. We're talking about a person's maybe love. And and how do they define love? Is is love this thing that is um, mm. on the outside? You know, love is something about me or is love sacrificial? So those are all things when we're talking about um, character, those things that are deep or, or on the inside of a person. Um, That's good so stuff. you have any thoughts on any of that? Yeah, like, um, I just... I just want to say, like, when it comes to this look versus character aspect, like, just like we, we said in the beginning, like, 
this this is a real important thing because this always comes up, not even just with relationships, but just, you know what I mean, in the world as you know, and just in the outside world as well. Like, you know, you have people that like, like let's say somebody's like out for a movie role or something like that. Um, and you got a guy that's like chiseled, six ten, you know what I mean, built like LeBron, and then you got some guy who just looks like a, has a dad bod or something like that. Most of the times, like movie studios are even going to gravitate towards a guy that's built like LeBron because they're thinking of the appeal and, you know, okay, we're going to get women in here and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I mean, it's not even just what we're dealing with them, but it's something that's broadcasted to us in every type of medium, whether it be film, the entertainment industry, everywhere. Well, you know, and I'm so it's really crazy. I'm so glad that you said this because this is what makes it really challenging is because although we know the value and the importance of character, we're constantly being bombarded with the preeminence or the importance of looks. You know, and so whether or not if it's in magazines, we're always kind of told that this is what beautiful is. Or if it's in, um, like you said, if it's a movie, we're kind of told that these this is what a relationship should have. And and, and so we begin to see these things. We're bombarded with these things. And the, the reality is, is as much as we know that character is important, oftentimes we end up neglecting character and putting looks above character because we're driven with our eyes. You know, it, it, it's, mm. man, we, we see it and, and it looks good. You know what I mean? And it smells good. And it's like, man, this got to be good. And, and so it's, it's <laughs> right. I'm just saying it's really hard. But as you're listening to this, as you're watching this, the struggle is real. We're not fronting. We're, we're here to say the struggle Definitely is real. real. And, and let me go to this. How is this applicable? How is this challenging? This is challenging whether or not if you're single, whether or not if you're searching, and whether or not if you're married. Now, oftentimes we think of searching. So we we apply this looks portion when you're out trying to find somebody, when you're trying to look for somebody. And who is that mate? Who is this person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with? And we want to be able to look at character and, and be able to make sure character is a key piece in that. But oftentimes mm-hmm. we're motivated by looks. And I'll kind of give it an example really quick, Keontae. You know, so when a, when a guy or when a woman first, let's just go with a guy. A guy sees a girl, right? Now, as he sees this woman, as he sees this girl, he's like, ooh, she fine. You know, she, she looking mm-hmm. good. And, and so as a result of the physical, right, the looks, he approaches her. Now, if the woman really is not feeling this guy, does not, I mean, yeah. there's no attraction there, then what's going to happen? Don't get it rejected. It's gonna get turned. Don't get rejected. But but again, but if there's a physical, if there's some type of attraction, if there's some looks there, it's like, oh yeah, you can get my number, or yeah, you know, little giggles here and there, and that con- that conversation is gonna keep going, and eventually that conversation is gonna form into a date, right? And right. and that's that's oftentimes how relationships are initiated. They're oftentimes initiated as a result of some type of physical attraction. You you want to chime in mm-hmm. on anything on that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think as we're talking to because I, I what I don't want, what I don't want to make it seem as if like, you know, just the physical attraction just important at all, because some people, you know, that's, a, that's a, you know, that's a thing in their relationship, like you actually want to be attracted um, to your person. Um, but it's, you know, while it's important, I just want to note that it is not 
everything. Just as you're going through the process, you know, you say you, you have that physical attraction, you meet up, you, you know, you, you, you get a number, you exchange digits, then you start dating, you go on that data collecting process. Um, and then as you go on that data collecting process, you know, then you're, uh, you know, obtaining information, just like you, just like you said earlier, like, you know, I'm trying to figure out if, I'm, if I can even hold a conversation with you or not. Right. Because if I can't even hold a conversation with you, them looks ain't gonna get us through this date. No, <laughs> but, 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 but here's the thing: I, I, you know, we keep it real. We keep it real on this podcast. We keep it honest. Mm. And so I, I'll I'll use me as an example. There was a once upon a time, right? I think we all had that once upon a time. And so there was once upon a time that you know I was dating somebody, and I'm like, man, like she whack, but she fine. <laughs> <laughs> And so I kept pursuing that particular thing because as I kept looking at maybe some character flaws, I was just like, oh, man, you know, she really don't hold a good conversation. But, man, she fine. Like, you know, and so you... (laughs) Yeah, come on, man. Give, give me some likes, give me some love, y'all. I'm just trying to keep it real. You, you y'all real. know, we're real. trying to keep it real here, but that's part of the battle. Now, now, I, I want to also talk about how this applies to marriage, because when you're also married. Oftentimes, we don't stay the same person that we were physique-wise, right? And so that often becomes problematic with inside of marriages because maybe the wife, you know, just does not look or she's starting to let herself go. Or maybe the the husband started to let himself go. He's not looking or we're not doing the same things as far as upkeep and grooming that we once did, you know, in order to attract that person. And so those Mm -hmm. things start to weigh um, in and, and it can really be hard hard on a marriage because that attraction the looks is waning and and and, this, yeah. and and sometimes it doesn't even have to be so much that somebody changes but rather we just become used to what we're seeing and so therefore it doesn't have the same glitter you know you can have a nice mm-hmm. brand new car and you can really love this car, but over time, it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's just my BMW. But back when you got first got the BMW, man, you was like, oh, I just love the BMW. Like, this is it's, my BMW. Right, it's still a nice car. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's about three, four years old. So you're used to driving it. You're used to having that car. And all of a sudden, you saw the new Mercedes, you know, go by. And you're like, ooh, I like that new Mercedes, you know. And, and, mm-hmm. and this happens in marriage, where you've been married five years. You've been married 10 years. And this, and this woman, this man that you've been married to it just doesn't have that same attraction that same appeal that it once had and so and then you're seeing all these other things and they're shiny and they're and they're nice and they're this and and they're just not what what you're with and we can get caught up in that so this whole idea of looks and character is is really really challenging so i want to kind of shift as we kind of talked about looks character we talked about the the battle we talked about the reality of it um i want to take a shift and and let's kind of close our segment with you know things that we can be mindful of what what exactly should we be pursuing and as mm-hmm. we talk about this you know we we do want to emphasize character over looks but how do we get there how do we get there how do we get there and and let me say this and I, before I turn it off to you you actually said one of the key points that I wrote down myself which is you can't discount looks we're mm-hmm. not here trying to say that looks don't matter. That is not reality, okay? The truth is, is looks play a part. Attraction right. plays a part. When you're searching 
attraction plays a part. We just talked about that. Like if there's no attraction, you can think somebody's a really nice guy, but if it's, it's really hard to move that into a deeper relationship if you're not attracted to that person. It's really hard to continue to build a long lasting marriage if you're struggling with attraction. And so in marriage, you should not be letting yourself go. You should constantly be trying to make sure that you're trying to work and, and keep that appeal, keep that attraction up. You know, stop wearing, you know, just anything around the house. You know, try to have your sexy clothes. I, 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 me and my wife, we had this discussion. I, we called it yeah. comfortable sexy. How you, how you like that, right? Comfortable, comfortable sexy. sexy, okay. You know, you can still be comfortable. But and you can still, still be sexy, have that you know what I mean? Yeah. And so we just, it, it's just those things we have to be mindful of that five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years down the line, you always want your spouse to be attracted to you. Um, mm -hmm. and, and we got to put effort into that. So we don't want to let ourselves go. So looks matter. Do you, you have anything you want to jump on any of that? Or as we yeah, make a I shift, to, you know what your thoughts? Right. I want to actually say a quote that somebody, I, I forget who told me, but I always kept it with me is when you get married, you always want to continue to date your spouse. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You don't want to become monotonous. And so in that continuously dating your spouse, you know how you used to do when you used to get ready for a date, you putting on your best clothes. Let me go ahead and get my best cologne. Let me make sure I get my, got my hair lined up. You know what I mean? You want to continue to keep that same fervor. You know what I mean? That same appearance up for your spouse that you've been married to for 5, 10, 15 years. You want to constantly and always date your spouse. So again, like that goes into your, where you can be, you know, you can be comfortable sexy. You know what I mean? Around the house, but you, you, you still want to keep that look up. You want to keep that appearance. You want to give them something to be like, wow, you know, I can't, I can't believe I'm here. You know what I mean? With this person, you always want to kind of keep that up instead of just, you know, I've, in the movies, you always see like people get married and then like the next day, the wife is just wearing like this giant gown, this priesthood gown, and you know, the bonnets come out and this, you know what I mean? You want to kind of keep up that look and keep up that allure yep, of always yep. dating your spouse and constantly dating them. Yep. You know, and, and that's one of the things that it, 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 it plays a part. We just can't deny it. And so I think if we don't understand the role that looks does play, then we're missing it. We yeah. have to understand that it does play a role. It does play a part. But now as we make a shift, the key thing that we have to fight for, and here's a key word that I want to use, is we have to fight for, we have to actually fight against, is allowing looks to be the dominating factor that moves you in and out of relationships. Yeah. It cannot be that dominating factor. It plays a role. It's something that is you're conscious of. It's something that you're there thinking of, but it is not the dominating factor. And so when you're talking about what is dominating factors, we're talking about first our faith. You know, mm -hmm. how does our faith lead us and guide us? And so as I'm looking to step into a relationship, my faith is the dominating factor, not somebody's looks. As we're talking about um, being in a marriage, and sometimes marriages get difficult, they get hard. I'm not going to leave out of a relationship because um, my faith, my faith plays a major role in that. And how does God feel Definitely. about divorce? How do I begin to navigate those particular things? So just because I'm not attracted to somebody, my faith is the key source of who I am and the foundation of who I am. And, and that actually leads it to that next part is now you talk about character. And character. so the next dominating factor is not only in my faith, but I also want it to be a person's character. Looks play a part. But I don't want that to be the main thing that moves me into a relationship. Hey, you look good. That's fine. But who are you? 
what is mm-hmm. your character? Mm-hmm. And, and, and here's the analogy that I have that I, I wanted to kind of uh, build with. Is it similar to like a house, right? So you can see a house and you can have a really nice house and the house can have a really nice paint job. It looks really nice. And and the inside can be decorated and has this nice decoration. You can have, um, you know, all these big TV, all the things, you know, just a really the location can be a really, really great location. You're overlooking the ocean or you're in the mountains or whatever it is. Those are all outside things. Those are all superficial things and they play a part. But in the end, if it has a rocky foundation, cracked foundation, it could be the nicest home in the world, Preach. but the thing Preach. is going to fall apart. If it has a leaking roof, man, all that nice furniture that you have on the inside is going to get ruined. If you have plumbing yeah. issues, you have electrical issues, what good is a nice TV going to do you if you can't even turn on the TV or when you do turn on the TV, it <laughs> circuits out and it blows up the TV and blows up all your stuff. And, and, and so yeah, man, all these good. things... Right. So all these things on the outside are great, but ultimately it's the character of the home that you really also want to pay a close attention to, because in time you can always grow and, and, and build that outside into the looks and the things that you're wanting to grow to. What you want to you got what you say. On That's that. right, man. Man, that just brings me to like a scripture um, in Proverbs, Proverbs 31, 30. It says charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. You Come know, on. when I think about that, how? Yeah, when I think about that house analogy, what we see on the outside and the lay of the land, that's charm. This house has this house has a lot of charm. You know what I mean? You walk in the inside, ooh, this is beautiful in here. You got the refrigerator with the French doors. You got the eighty-inch plasma on the wall. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, beauty. But there's a word in there that says beauty is vain. And the great thing about the word vain is when you look at the definition of it, vain is considered to be like futile. Which means like pointless, meaning at the end of the day, this beauty and all this house, it becomes pointless when you're putting it up against character because you can have the beautiful house. But let's say inside the walls is mold you can't even see. You could be sitting in that house and that house is killing you. It's toxic. Right, right. right. (laughs) It's completely toxic. So you want something with actual good character. You want something that's built on a strong foundation. The walls are strong. You know what I mean? There's no mold in the walls. And that's that woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. That's the character. You want somebody who's going to be there for you, have your back for better or for worse. You know what I mean? As a man, you want a woman who's going to be a mother to your children and and a a great wife and build your home. As a woman, you want a man who's going to lead you, you know, and and who is is fearfully and wonderfully made and know that, you know, about themselves. So that's the character building part. And that's what's really going to get you through the marriage. Because just like you said, at the end of the day, like beauty and all that stuff, it changes. If you stay with somebody for so long, we all get older. It's inevitable. Father time is undefeated. So of course, things are going to start to change. Wrinkles are going to start to appear. Your metabolism starts to, you know, change and whatnot. So things begin to change. But you know what is hard to change? That character of a person, that foundation, that stable foundation that they have, especially when they believe in Christ and they have their foundation set in the Lord. You know what you're getting, pretty much. You know, yeah. so well, and, and the, 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 it's true also when it's a negative. If somebody has a negative character, oftentimes that's really hard to change. And so yeah. sometimes we see looks and we're like, "Ooh, this person has the full package, but their character is really shady or their character is off." Well, I'm going to work on their character. 
you, you don't go into a marriage, you don't go into a relationship expecting someone to change when it comes to their character. You want to mm-hmm. step into it. Now, that doesn't mean that people don't grow. It doesn't mean that God doesn't change people because I'm a testament of God changing someone. I know Keontae is as well. But the key Definitely. thing is, is that, that that's a work of God. And you don't want to be a missionary dater. You know what I mean? And, and so you're not yeah. going in trying to get somebody saved and change them. That, that's God's you know place. And, and, and so you just want to be really careful of that. You know, as we come to a close, I had a scripture that I wanted to read, which was First uh, Samuel 16. And it says, uh, verse 7, it says, Do not look at his appearance or at the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For God sees mm-hmm. not as man sees. For man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And it's just a reminder of us that, you know, we want to have a heart of God. And the heart of God doesn't look solely on the outside. And that's that fight. Man, human beings, we look on the outside, but we have to fight to say, God, help me to see what you see. Help me to have a heart that you have. And so therefore, I want to be able to approach relationships. I want to be able to approach marriage. I want to be able to approach dating and searching with just saying, God, okay, I see looks. I can't ignore it. It's there. But help me to always make sure that that's not the dominating factor. When I ask myself, why am I going to marry this person? Why am I going to continue dating this person? Is because of who they are. It is their character. Mm -hmm. And let that be the dominating factor. And as you're in marriage, also understand that you always want to grow in your character. And so don't stop growing your character. Just as much as you want to upkeep your outside appearance, you want to do double time to make sure you're constantly growing on the inside as a person. Right. That's all I got, man. That's good stuff. Man. Actually, that's a that's a really great scripture, man. Because Baxter in that scripture, for you know, for those that don't know about it, you know, that's Sam, that's that's Samuel you're going to find David. And you know, in that story, you had David's brothers who are you know like they 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 built like LeBron. You know what I mean? Tall, muscular type of dudes. But here is God. So he he saw so fit to choose David, who's little and and scrawny. But it's, it was his character that he saw. And God did great things. He used David's character and did some great things. Ladies, um, you hear that? Do, do, do you want yourself a David or do you want yourself a Saul? Saul was tall, mm. all big and muscular, but David was kind of short, kind of stumpy. Um, you know, but too often, you know, ladies talking about we just want to skip out on the tall guy. You know, I mean, skip out on the shorter guy. But Short guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, stuff, let, let's man. close before we get in trouble, before we get some trouble. Uh, <laughs> Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for this opportunity to share this just great topic and really have this discussion. I pray that this really bless mm-hmm. somebody. It really encouraged somebody to navigate this, this battle of looks versus character and to be yes. able to... Um, put the weight to make sure character always wins. Character always wins when it comes against the battle. It's not to say that looks aren't important, but we want character to win. Father, we love you. We thank you. We pray that you guide us and keep us. We ask all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you guys. Please don't forget to go to the website, simplifycomplexity.org. Don't forget to check out our free uh, relationship self-assessment resource that is on the website. Just go there. And then if you have not had a chance to grab my book, Chasing Happily Ever After, you can do so. You can find it on Amazon. Just go to just Amazon, type in Chasing Happily Ever After, or just search Chasing Happily Ever After, and you'll get plugged into it. So until next time, God bless you. God keep you. Come on, stand up, put your hands up, make some noise, boy, you and me, it's a family reunion and my family's with me. It doesn't matter 
where you from? Or who you be? East Coast, West Coast, it doesn't matter to me. I'm north, down south, we're all family. Uh, around the world or across the seas. You can be Dutch, German, French, African, Jewish, Slavic, Greek, Italian, English, Portuguese, Asian, Hispanic, or even Romanian. Rich or poor, big or small, young or old, short or tall. I said it before and I say it again. If Christ is in you, then all of us are kids. Oh, this is what you're going for.